Welcome to the Mike Hewitt Show, 11 years and growing. It's about family, business, work, and politics like you've never heard it before. Yep, it's true. There's more than just a touch of wry humor mixed in. And now your host, Mike Hewitt. Folks, I am Mike Hewitt, co-host Miles Bauer. Listen, Miles, I think you and I have been asking the same question this week. What's going on with the youth in America? And I mean that earnestly. I'm reading, folks, I'm reading an article. This is from foxnews.com, but it's everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Left and right media, everywhere in between. Same thing. This particular title, New York City Colleges, Jewish Students Seen Locked Inside Libraries, Anti-Israel Protest Moves Through Building. Miles Bauer, what's going on with the youth? I don't get this. You know, I remember studying World War II in school, but I never wanted to experience it firsthand. We're seeing that same thing. Now, listen, folks, I've been drilling into this, and Miles, tell me if I'm wrong, because when I look at the history of it, I know we don't teach classic history in school anymore. That has become brutally obvious. But when I look at the history of Israel, the brief history, we mentioned just a week or so ago, the brief history Five offers they've made to the Gaza folks, the Palestinians, for a two-state resolution. Five times, five formal offers. And in each instant, the offer of the two-state was for the folks in Gaza to have more real estate than they've got. Each time they've turned it down, the number one reason is that they don't want to accept anything that allows Israel to continue to exist. Get your head around that for a moment. And then I look back at our youth. And by the way, it's not just college students or young 20s, folks. This is happening in high schools all over the place. This is high schools. I'm thinking, where are they getting so ramped up? And then Miles Bauer, it dawned on me. Then it dawned on me. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. But they think this is a white and brown people issue. Does that make sense? No. What happened to the 18 to 24-year-olds? I don't remember when I was in that age range and you were. I don't remember having these ideas. We didn't. Well, listen, I'm staying on the color race issue for a moment. I've got to, because I think what they're being told is that the Palestinians, the Gaza Strip people in total, are brown people, and then they're showing Israelis as being white. And folks, that's, that's as far from the reality of the circumstance as you can get. This is, for us to try to apply that kind of narrative on that region of the world is absolute idiocy it's fool's play that said yeah. i'm i'm very convinced that's part of this miles bauer yeah nothing, no i mean that's nothing, that's nothing that doesn't make sense i get it but nothing makes sense that i apply for it so you've got these folks that are putting up even fetterman who took the appropriate stance and so kudos to him but their immediate responses is to put you know occupier over images that they're seeing that are being displayed of the violence that's taking place from hamas on folks that they believe to be Jewish. This is every bit as anti-Semitic as Adolf Hitler was, to your point. Right. It's just fascinating, sadly fascinating, that in a modern time when information is so at our fingertips that nobody wants to look it up, they just want to believe what they want to believe. That, right. that, that's an ugly culture when this is put forward. I, I can't find any other thing, but we can see that it's not just happening at the college level. That, to me, is fearful, that they're reaching into 
uh, middle school and high school in an idea to try to indoctrinate folks. This is an LGBTQ stuff. And by the way, on that point, the LGBTQ people, we've touched on this before, if they were there, they'd be murdered. They'd be thrown off buildings. Over here, they're running around with LGBTQ in defense of those folks that hate them and wouldn't have let them exist. How does that thinking happen? That is so disjointed thinking. Miles, help me understand it. Yeah, I mean, Mike, didn't you have a phrase for, like, facts mean things or something to that effect? <laughs> facts are stubborn. Thank, thank you, Ronald Reagan. Facts and, true, and all of a sudden, stubborn. facts are meaningless. They, but they, they're purposely not teaching these folks facts. The same with whether, by the way, I think there, there is an element. So it's not a question of is there, because there absolutely is an element of white versus brown people in this, in, in the folks that are doing the, the picketing here in the United States. And that, that is as wrong as any other element or, way, or means to justify. How do you watch somebody behead children and then say, I'm on that team? How does that work? Right. I, I just, I, I hate to rant on it, but I truly don't get it. Listen, the reverse side of that. Florida orders state universities to disband pro-Palestinian student group saying it backs Hamas. And, and I, listen, I get, the, I get the, the desire to not have those groups exist, but this is me pushing back on our side a little bit. So you help me if I'm, if I'm wrong here, Miles, but I'm a First Amendment guy. And listen, it, it, as you and I have talked on this show and then together over the past 40-some years, the First Amendment protects speech that I dislike. That's what it's right. for. It doesn't have to protect speech I agree with. It's got to protect speech that, that this ugly stuff. And so while I do not support those people, I support their right to be dumb. Is that a fair statement to make? Yeah, certainly. I mean, and especially you being up there in the Whitmer Correctional <laughs> Facility, you're not too far away from Dearborn stand. So so our 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 producer looks at his microphone for a minute and he rolls his eyes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it took him 10 minutes into the show to get to that. <laughs> uh, we, we've got, but listen, you can you can point at southeastern Michigan and say, what in the world have you got there? Is that your own little miniature Hamas or a Palestinian state within Michigan? Right. But uh, <laughs> Illinois, I mean, I was looking at, they, they took up Michigan Avenue in downtown Chicago was wall-to-wall people protesting against Israel. For oh, yeah, no, no. I, I have always pleaded <laughs> guilty to being in the middle of an insane asylum. <laughs> yeah, so you're just happy with company, because evidently Michigan, parts of Michigan certainly have joined you. I, I just, billionaire blasts, and I can't say it on, can I say, what was his name? Uh, Brian Adam Shift? Was that his name? Yes. So billionaire blast shift uh, for brains. For brains. Yeah, and for anti-Israel students, he halts massive donations to his alma mater, which was uh, what was it, Cambridge, I think. He's done giving them massive amounts of money, and I liked it because money walks. I, money's a big deal. What's Columbia University? My correction. I wonder how Columbia University will be able to deal with the trade they're making. His millions versus their idiocy. How do they right. decide on that one? I, to me, that's the better path than to ban groups. I'm 
opposed to banning groups, but I'm right. also opposed to funding things that I don't support. Uh, our founders would have said that that was a form of tyranny to force us to support things financially that we do not support. And by the way, that's a bridge for me to say, why are we still funding universities with state money? Because they've become indoctrination sinks. That's what they are. Every, every academic scale that I can find to measure with what's going on in our government school system is failing. Every single thing that I can find, reading, writing, arithmetic, classical history, history, American history, government operations, basic sciences, you name it, we're behind the world. And why are we funding that? Why are, I don't, Miles, and I'm, I hate to sound like I'm, uh, like I'm, I, I, I flatly don't understand why the American public, maybe, and, I, and, we're, and folks, if you hear a hesitation, it's because I'm reminding myself of how we all tolerated the COVID nonsense. So when I look at this, go, is this kind of like COVID? We go, well, yeah, it is crazy and they're ruining our children, but it's okay. I don't, I don't know how someone thinks that way. This time you I'm know, referring to I'm, us. I'm, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that, that Lud would push back on you, though. Yeah, you know what? He might, but he also will tell you we're down to seconds before the break, so I can't defend him. I can't defend him anyhow. <laughs> but he would also say that he gets his freshman class each year are not ready for college. And I ask what percentage? 100% of my students are not ready for college. That's what the right. man sat here and said as a professor in a state funded university. Folks, I submit to you that that's a crisis. We'll be right back. Listen, I got to tell you, though, Miles, one of the things about having Ludwig missing in action is that we don't have a fall guy. We've got nobody to make fun of. Right. I, you know, but that's okay. We can still make fun of him. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of education, Brian, will you do me a favor and play that spot? Mike Hewitt here. This isn't about Biden or Trump or the craziness going on in either major political party. It's about the correct path forward. Are we better off now than we were three years ago? The Israeli-Hamas war? The Russian-Ukrainian war? China's impending attack on Taiwan? Pockets of violence and threats of violence percolating from hotspots around the globe? Nine million illegals distributed across the U.S. while we continue to add to our $32 trillion national debt. Energy costs, food costs, car prices, housing, all doubled. Interest rates four times higher. Angst, anxiety, anger, fear, depression, crime, all up. This leftist progressive experiment is an epic fail. It's time we embrace faith, family, and a return to traditional education, fiscal responsibility, and rule of law self-governance. It's time. Find the Mike Hewitt Show on Spotify and Apple Podcast. You'll like it. So what I don't get... Miles, and the reason what motivated me to do that that 60-second feature, what I don't get, and I'm and, and folks, Democrats listening to the show, first, thank you for listening. Second is, is I do not understand intellectually, not ideologically, not, not, like I said, not Republican or Democrat, not Biden or Trump, none of those things. I don't understand how you can look around you and say, yes, we support this. I don't understand that. So, I talked about what that, that was a list of things that have doubled. And by the way, in most cases, it had more than doubled. But 60 seconds is all I'm allowed. So that's the words I had to use.
But I want to give you an example. This is not quite double. The monthly payment on an average 30-year mortgage has increased from 1403 in 2020 to $2,441 now. And I try to get my head around that. Now listen, I'm 62. And I try to get my head around the idea of paying $2,400 for a mortgage payment for 30 years. Miles, that's, that's, that's beyond any scope that I can imagine. It just is. No, I know. And I mean, I remember four or five years ago, we were on the show. We didn't have wars going on. We didn't have inflation, stupid craziness. And I remember CNN and MSNBC telling us that Trump was going to destroy everything. Right. Yeah. And what we were all debating at the time, because while you were just saying that, I was having flashbacks. We were debating his latest tweet. And I know that that's become cliche, but listen, cliche or not, it's the facts. That's what we were debating at the time. Should Trump have tweeted that? Okay. And I didn't really want to make this spot about Trump, but it's not possible. In 2020, before COVID hit, the United States was going fairly well. Did we have problems? Yep. But folks, they, we've doubled down or more on all of the things that we thought were bad at the time. And along with that, what we've got is a, a future that's in trouble. And again, I'm back to education. When I look forward with what the fact, in fact, the only thing good that came out of COVID is a lot of folks discovered what their children were actually being taught. Yeah, this, this stuff is fearsome. Not for me. I'm 62. I, I get where I'm at in history, but I got grandkids. Miles, you, you've, you've, you've got grandkids in your future. And you go, wait a minute, what, what are we leaving our kids? And I, I say to the Democrats, again, honestly, truly, how do you support this stuff? You can't keep saying it's Trump's fault. You can't, three years later, you can't say it's Trump's fault. Enough. The things like fuel prices double, and that drives home heating, home electric. Oh, my goodness, did I say electric's going up? How can that be? Because we've got everything based on electric now. Miles, it's nutty. It's not, it's not like we're looking at graphs going, that one's ugly, but that looks pretty good. It's all ugly. They're grouping up together to go into stores to rip them off. 30 and 40 people at a time, they're grouped up to do it. And you know what? The, the, the local prosecu prosecuting attorneys in those counties on the east and the left coast, they're going, oh, well, yeah, that, that's, we're not going to do anything about it because that's, that's just proper wealth distribution. That's, that's like... Uh, reparations. I'm going, wow, what a racist thing to say to start with. Is your assumption that only the black folks are doing that? Because if that's your assumption, A, you're a racist, and B, you're not being factual. It's nuttiness. It's just nuttiness how this stuff is being reasoned. That's Isn't my view. This, though, going, going back to those who do not learn from history are forced to live through it again. I think that's true, but that's why I keep mentioning when I keep talking about classical history, when yep. people say the difference between our founders and us, well, now, now Mike, that was a long time ago. Stop using that. But they were all educated with classical history. And human nature, you can say what you want, human nature doesn't change. So we're looking at the young folks wondering what happened to them. They're being revved up on Hamas and Palestine and all kinds of things that frankly are just not so. And so they're Proper and true information is purposefully not being shared with them. Adults 
are purposely making a political decision not to entirely educate these young folks. They're making a decision not to tell them the truth. That's really what we're talking about. They've decided we're not going to tell your children the truth. I find that, Miles, I find that utterly and completely fearsome. I really do. I got to tell you, I am personally happy that I'm as old as I am, which means I don't have to see the world that these geniuses are going to create. Uh, well, you're, we're really close right now. When it's justified to support people that are out beheading children and old people, when robbing 40 people running into Nordstrom to rob them to the point where big, big stores that employ lots of people, by the way, are pulling out of communities all over the East and the left coast, the west and east, whatever you want to call them. You get what right. I'm saying? They're pulling out of all of those areas where this progressive experiment is failing the most because it's, it's been driven the deepest. I, I don't I don't get it. I don't know why people would make that choice. I really don't. No, and when you talk to some of these young folks, the thing that's really scary is that they question some of the principles behind the Constitution. Yes. Are you serious? Like the First Amendment. Like yeah. The, like the thing that allows them to say the, the nutty stuff that they say, they want it to go away. And you go, what? You wouldn't have the right to say it without it. And you're calling right. for its end. I, I just, it's just, it's un, it's, to me, it's unimaginable. Um, it, it truly, truly is unimaginable. Um, I, the, it, but the question perpetually is what's at the end of this of the uh, end of this rainbow? Speaking of screwballs, California's Newsom has surprise meeting uh, in Beijing with with Chinese with the Chinese president. Uh, how <laughs> Miles help me understand? How does somebody have a surprise meeting? By the way, there were already statements prepared. How do you have a surprise meeting when there were already statements prepared from both sides? Didn't I text you when I said now he's going to Israel and then he's going on to China? You did. And th this guy thinks he's a presidential candidate. Is he? Yeah. Is, do you think, he, you think that's the direction he's going in? No. What's he doing? I think he thinks he is going to be a candidate. But in reality, I don't know that he's ready for national politics. He thinks he is, but he got taken apart by President Xi who torched, yeah. and I'm, I'm reading a headline, who torched him for his climate change fear-mongering. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's not, that's probably not what he expected. He wanted to go over there and be a tough guy and browbeat those folks. And those folks said, no, no, that's not what's going to happen here. Listen, I'm still not convinced that Biden is their, is their nominee. I, we're pushing no. it, we're pushing I'm, it, I'm, but... No, I certainly agree that it's all up in the air. I'm just saying that I think if Newsom thinks he's a shoe-in, he is drunk on Kool-Aid. Well, he might be drunk on Kool-Aid, but if we'd have talked, if we did talk about this, I remember when Biden rolled his candidacy out, and we're all going, oh, come on, Democrats have already thrown you out of bed twice for being a liar and a plagiarist, and now they love him and they defend him no matter what he does. I'm going, wait, you guys twice said, no, we don't want a plagiarist as our nominee. Right. I, 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 listen, one thing I've learned about politics is that it does not have to make sense to be the way it is. And that doesn't make any sense to me. You're a plagiarist, go away two times. Now we want him to stay till he's in his 80s and doesn't know where he's at. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back.
folks, if you're just tuning in, I am Mike Hewitt, co-host Miles Bauer, and we are broadcasting from our flagship station in beautiful Holland, Michigan, on the shores of Lake Michigan, WHTC 1450 AM, 99.7 FM, but we are blessed to be aired on a number of top-shelf radio stations across a whole bunch of states. If you're listening to us somewhere outside of Michigan, first, thank you very much. And then secondly, know that you're listening to the best affiliate station in your community. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. So, Miles, I'm still wrestling with education. I know that I'm pushing off on a rant. I'm promising not to go there. But I'm still wrestling with it because at the bottom of every problem I see is education. That's yep. truly what I think. By the way, same with, uh, with the illegal migrant crisis. And it is a crisis. All the rest of the news has pushed it off of the main top pages and top talking points from the TV talking heads. I get all that, but then I start dialing into the, to the math. So I, I stumble on an article from MLive.com, which is MichiganLive.com. Uh, okay, sorry. hang on, hang on. I just want to take us in a little bit different direction before we go there. All right, I'm ready. Because you are involved in the Whitmer Correctional Facility <laughs> Republican <laughs> Party. Yeah. Help me to understand why the DNC would throw RFK Jr. out of the party. Uh, because the guy tells the truth. Yeah. Listen, I don't agree with a lot of his environmental positions, but that's different. And here's how it's different, folks. We can have respectful differences in America. I think that's how America was founded. It was, if we are exceptional, that's what made us exceptional. JFK, I didn't agree with a lot of the things that President Kennedy did, but he was an American. He supported the Constitution. He supported your right to a First Amendment. He supported the things, frankly, almost across the board, Miles, that you and I do. Right. And so if you look at, if you look at uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., and he's walking around in the middle, think about that for a minute, if you, if you put everything on the political spectrum, he's in the middle to the right. That's not a measure of him. That's a measure of where the Democrat Party has went. Exactly. That's, that's what I think is important for us to touch on. Uh, Whitmer, by the way, uh, when we're talking about how I couldn't imagine, with what she did during the COVID, I can't, I just had never, never, I couldn't imagine how she could win a re-election. And I've been doing this a long time. I really have years, decades. Garden uh, seeds and paint, dude. Yeah, you can't. Uh, an American what does flag have to do with COVID. Uh, an American flag was was non-essential, and I, I you can't drive. It's a lockdown. Lockdowns happened happened past tense. Happened in the Soviet Union, not in the United States. How in the world did she get reelected? I genuinely don't understand that which tells you I've got a really limited view of my understanding because I don't get why somebody would look at Biden and go, yeah, I'm going to vote for him again. Forget, by the way, if you agree with him, he's mentally not competent. I yeah. mean, I'm not being mean. The man is not competent. I hope that when I'm 80, I'm as doing as good health-wise as he is. So I'm not, I'm not besmirching the guy, but that doesn't make him a president. That makes him a really, whatever you want to call him, 80-year-old that's not competent. 
And, right. and there are 80-year-olds that are. He's not on that list. No, my mom's in her 80s, and I can carry on a three, four-hour conversation with her. Yep. Yeah, Ma Bauer is very intelligent. She's got all of her faculties. I've known her since I was in high school, and I've not witnessed or denoted any diminishing uh-huh. factors at all in her thinking ability. I entirely agree with you on that point. She's a great example but that's just not true with Biden. It, and anybody that pretends that it is, is being partisan. It reminds me of George Washington saying that if the, the partisanship, that the party would come to the point where party politics would come to the point where folks would vote for what's best for the party and not what's best for the country. And that's where we're at. Yeah. It is. When, when 60-some percent of the Democrat Party say, yeah, they'll vote for him again. They hope he doesn't run, but they'll vote for him again. Folks, I'm telling you, that's a bridge too far. And it's it's not a personal shot at him. It's just facts. No, but Mike, think about the clown car show we've witnessed trying to get a speaker. Yep. And you and I have different views of that. And (laughs) and here's the fun part. We both want the same end result. Folks, that's that's an absolute gospel truth. We want the same result, but holy smokes, did we have a different view of the process on how we got there. Now, my view of it is, this is going to make you roll your eyeballs, when I look at what I watched in the House of Representatives over the course of the last three weeks, I use that as an example of how bad our educational structure is. I mean that literally. None of those folks, and by the way, I get pushback on this because there are still some folks that believe there was election fraud, and some of this congressional representation are there illegally. Rather than me debating that, the only thing I can substantially say is that nobody challenged them legally. So there they are. They were voted for by lots and lots of people, and the folks have purposely put that fractured House of Representatives together. That did not happen by accident. So I was not a McCarthy fan. And this, this is not a mea culpa, Miles Bauer, but right. if, if this guy that they've got in there now, Johnson, if he's, in fact, it's on my, it's on my show, show prep list, because if he's everything that the Democrats say he is, then that three weeks of clown show will be worth it. Because the, the, the left hates him. They say he's a mega uh, religious fanatical they say all kinds of terrible things about him. I mean, rotten things. I'm going, wow, I don't talk about them that way, but that's okay. If if he's everything that they say he is, he's going to be pretty good, and he'll be worth the three-week clown show. The only thing that I would push back a little bit on is that, and I believe even the founders wanted this to be like making sausage, and it's not always pretty. You're a master at understatement. Yeah, I believe what I said in the onset with that fractured group. By the way, folks, keep in mind, let me, let me back myself up for a moment. I'm not looking at Washington, D.C. when I see the House of Representatives. I'm looking at the 435 congressional districts that go out across the United States. Those districts are that fractured. They're that divided. And, right. to, and to your point, Miles, 
That actually may be exactly what the founders had in mind. I wouldn't debate you on that because there's probably some truth to that. But yeah. when I, I'm watching on social media, how they hate the rhinos, the establishment hacks, uh, that's just not what it is. You've got purple districts. You've got districts where that's what the folks want. They want a centrist. Gerald Ford was not my cup of tea, but they love him in that district. And that district, as much as it's changed over the years, is still roughly the same, and it's still represented by roughly the same kind of political voice. Dude, so, you guys re-elected the Wicked Witch of the North. I, I know that still just defies gravity to me. It just does. It's just incredible. I want to get to the school thing. You took me down a path. You knew you were going to get me on that, didn't you? As Grand Rapids, I've got to do Grand Rapids. This is the MLive.com. I never finished. Grand Rapids looks to shutter unused school buildings. See vacancy rates in your neighborhood. And then it gives a list of vacancy rates across Michigan. But you can find those for the United States. And the reason I'm bringing that up, and I'm almost out of time before break, but one of the things that really is important that's affecting at least our southern border is why when I look at your guy, Bush, would you call him Shrub, who seems yeah. to be in lockstep with Biden on the idea that we need more, not less Ill illegal migrants, it's because we're not sustaining our, our numbers. Think about that for a minute. We're literally not sustaining our numbers. I've touched on this before, but when I'm looking at education and all of the things that are happening, to not factor that in, because it's, it's, it's a big deal. Folks, stay with us. We'll be right back. All right, so Miles, I'm not getting on a school rant, I promise. But when I look back at my own life, um, where I was going with that spot about vacant, empty school buildings, when I was in third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade in that era of my life, they had to bring in uh, temporary buildings. They had temporary buildings all over the place because there wasn't enough school rooms for the right. students. They were mobile homes is what they were. They were, I can't remember the dimensions. They were not the normal dimension of a motor home, mobile home, but that's in effect what they were. They were mobile schoolrooms. They had them right. sitting all over the place because we had more students uh, than we had classrooms. And now it's the opposite. You can't go to a, to a town that I'm aware of, even the smaller towns. I can't think of a town that I've been through that doesn't have a shuttered school. And so if you're a, if you're a bureaucrat or you support big big government bureaucracy, I hate to take it down that path, but I gotta. Uh, and you look and go, holy smokes, weird. Forget abortion for a minute. I say that I'm not being serious. All of those numbers factor. Families are getting married later. They're having fewer children. Where abortions are are still high. Uh, we're not we're not replenishing our own our own numbers. We've got more dying uh, than we've got being born. And right. you can see that in every town you go to. Every town hearing our voice knows what I'm telling you is the truth. And so you get people like Bush that loves big government, big everything. Same with Biden. Uh, and by the way, when they're not both blowing smoke up their, up their own side of the 
grassroots side, we could probably agree, Miles, that they are the establishment and are probably in lockstep on most of these topics. You know, right. Biden blows smoke at his far left. The Bush group blew smoke at the far right, best as they knew how. Uh, Trump didn't play that game, which is why you're a Trump publican, my guess. Right. But when I when I look at the math, they want illegal migrants. They they don't. They're not trying to figure out a way how to actually stop them. They want them because they. If you keep having shrinking numbers, you're going to end up with shrinking government, or a government that looks like an upside down pyramid waiting for the wind to blow and tip it over, which is really what we've got at thirty two, thirty three trillion in debt. Miles, help me work my way through my thought process on this. What do you think of that topic total? No, I mean, I can certainly see how they would want an influx of people. But where I think they may have made an error is that when you think about the culture of Central and South America, for the most part, these are hardworking people. Right. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. And I'm not trying to endorse Catholicism, but they're very passionate right. about their religion. So I don't know if the geniuses in Washington have quite thought this one all the way out. I think they just want raw numbers, period. And they think that they can indoctrinate them just fine. And I've yeah. told this, by the way, the last time I told this story, I got some nasty grams. So that tells me I'll, I'll tell it again just for funsies. But when... <laughs> When I ran for office, 2006, and when I got done, I had to take a job in Nevada, Las Vegas, Nevada. I quit my job to run for office, didn't win. What do you do then? Uh, so I took a job in, in Nevada. There were This is my view of it. So if you're from Nevada and you don't agree, shoot me an email. But my interpretation then, I told you the year uh, era, you had three major groups of people. You had California people, and then you had New Jersey, New York people, and then you had illegal migrants. That little sentence made up the overwhelming bulk of the population of Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, there were people from all over the world, but if I'm just trying to reduce it to the three largest groups, that's what it was. And, and of those three largest groups, I'm flatly, boldly telling you that the illegal migrants were my favorite. Literally, they were. They worked hard. They weren't trying to screw nobody. They were sending their money home. Whatever they were doing, that's what they did. Everybody else was working a deal, trying to get stoned, trying to... Every, the Californians had their angle. The New Jersey, New, New York people, they had their... Much more aggressive, but they, they had their angle. Everybody was trying to work a deal. And the illegal migrants from wherever they were from, were, and it goes to your point... They were just trying to work and raise their family. Right. And, man, I salute that. I'm just flatly telling you. I salute it. I just do. Now, I think that we've got a hugely broken intake system. Because I've said on this show since the very beginning of it, if I was in somewhere in one of those countries down south, and myself and my four daughters, and the choice was survival by getting to the United States or not, I would get my daughters to the United States, and I don't. In fact, I said that when Trump was building his wall. I don't care how tall you make the wall. If it's Mike Hewitt and his four daughters, we're, we're going to get there. I'm just flat telling you, we're going to get there. 
So I, that's a wrestling match I've had. I wish we would look at our system of immigration and do a deep dive on that, but we can't. We can't. Our government is so fractured, it can't decide basic things. Basic things like, uh-oh, we're out of money, let's stop spending for a while. That, to me, is a basic thing. Folks, it's how you run your home. The average person, when they run out of money, they stop spending for a while. we right. got to make more. we got to have less go out. These are not big scientific, how do we figure this stuff out? You look at the math on the kitchen table, you make a decision. Our government can't seem to do that. No, none of them have a backbone strong enough to tell their constituents, we don't have any money, so that's not going to happen right now. That's in, and by the way, they're always buying votes. Biden buying votes with education money. So somebody that couldn't afford to go to uh, school is paying for the education of somebody that went to school now for free. That's not that's not an American precept. That's not appropriate. Right. Am I am I wrong? No, it is wrong for those people who went to Votech schools rather than college. Yep. To have to pay for the kids that went off to college. Makes no sense to me. How yeah. and, and by the way, when I listened to the left, in fact, I got somebody to ripped me up on X-Files recently because, well, what you don't understand is we just support free education and, and free health care. Well, but folks, it's not free. This is just right. math. It's just, it's just math. It's not free. All right, let's change gears. More than 40 confidential informants provided criminal information on Biden clan to FBI, according to Senator Chuck Grassley. When you hear that kind of headline, Miles, what do you think? Oh, geez. I mean, <laughs> as I've said a million times on the show before, Washington does not police Washington. But they police Trump. And I, folks got to know, oh, yeah. I'm trying hard not to make this a Trump-Biden thing. It really isn't. And in fact, I'll switch gears. I'll, let's leave Trump out. They've decided that it's okay to go rob Nordstrom. You guys can get together on the internet and group up 40 people and go in there and rob Nordstrom, and that's fine. But I just don't understand their sense of values, and I mean that earnestly. In this case, I'm looking at the FBI going, if, if this was Mike and Miles, if they discovered that Mike and Miles were getting billions of dollars from, from known terrorist groups or countries that have proclaimed their desire for America to die— you and I'd be in jail. Right. I, and I don't understand. I mean, not literally, folks. I don't understand how the FBI, who's not supposed to be making those kind of decisions, that's for the jury to make. I don't know how they can look and say, well, we, we, we can't do nothing with the Biden. We can do something with that Bauer and that Hewitt guy, but not with a Biden. That's not how the laws work. Now, they remember that when they're going after Trump, but they don't remember it when they're doing their wealth distribution, okay, at Nordstrom's, they don't remember it then, and they don't remember it when it's a Biden. Folks, I'm just telling you, if you're a Democrat and you're listening, I keep saying thank you for listening. But you've got to look yourself in the mirror and say, does this pass the look the person in the mirror test? If you think that that's justified and right, I would tell you to do what my dad would tell me. You need to get a cup of coffee and go sit down and have a long talk with yourself because it's not appropriate to have a multi-level judicial or executive branch 
when it comes to law enforcement. That's not how our laws work. That's not, right. that's not how right. self-governance works. Think well, about your state's attorney general I can't. and how she thinks. I can't. She, think about that for a minute. She ran on her sexual preference. By the way, I don't care what her sexual preference is, but that was her, that was her campaign chant. And I go, I don't understand that. Run on what you're successful at. Run on what you're qualified for. I don't care about all those other things. And listen, it's not a disqualifier. It's not a qualifier. I don't care. I want the best. Unfortunately, though, we're out of time. Listen, folks, please, please, please be safe. Find us at themikehewittshow.com. Find us on Spotify, Applecast, and here. Be safe. We'll see you next week.